Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. All right, welcome into another edition of the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast, presented by our partners over at Hall Financial. And, um, you know, look, I'm going to act like uh, I have a lot to talk about, and I want to break down the Ryder Cup and everything that went into it. But, Mike, I feel like you should just recap your entire incredible visit over to Whistling Straits because you had the opportunity to be there for a couple of days. I was there, Kyle. Yeah. Fly, fly private. I mean, just an unbelievable experience for you. So I, I want to kind of just tee you up and give you the floor here to recap everything that you experienced. Well, um, it, it was fantastic. It really was. Um, you know, it was a situation where I was able to go. Yes, my buddy's a pilot, so we were able to fly private right into Sheboygan. It was really cool. So literally woke up. Saturday morning in Royal Oak, went right to Pontiac Airport, hopped on a plane, quick flight over the over Lake Michigan to Sheboygan, went right to the course essentially, and I'm looking at my phone and it's like, you know, 8.15 in the morning and I'm on, you know, hole five overlooking the entire course. Uh, just really, really cool um, all around. But yeah, it was, it was a really quick flight. You know, we flew over myself, uh, Justin Edgar, Jay Jennings. Flew over in, in Justin's uh, Cirrus, uh, as part ownership in a plane, it's a Cirrus SR-22, um, four-person plane, and it was really smooth. I mean, I had never flown in a plane like that, and it was super smooth. Um, I'll tell you, when we landed at that private airport, there were a lot uh, a lot more big, a lot bigger private jets that, that were there. We actually parked right next to Michael Jordan's jet, literally right next to it, um, and, and ours was certainly a lot smaller plane than his, but... Um, yeah, it was it was just an experience like I've never had before to go there to see all those players up close and as great as the Rocket Classic is, you know, you you, you see Bryson there or you see Phil or you see uh, Kisner or you see Patrick Reed or whoever it might be, but when you're at the Ryder Cup, number one, the the galleries are so much more crowded because, for instance, on Saturday, um, you know, there's only four groups on the course at one time. So they're back to back to back to back. So you can post up, you can watch one group, the other group, the other group, the other group. And it's, yeah, okay, here's Dustin Johnson and Colin Morikawa. Then it's Rory McIlroy. Then it's it's John Rahm. Then it's, um, you know, Brooks Kepka and Justin Thomas and Jordan. It, it was unbelievable just to see those guys in that level of golfer back to back to back to back to back. Um, it was it was an unforgettable weekend. It really was. Probably tough, but could you compare, I guess, the atmosphere, the rowdiness of the crowd, the energy, uh, the players feeding off the energy? Like, is there a comparison to another live sporting event that you've actually been to where you felt a similar way? Because the Ryder Cup is just so unique. There's not because... It is so patriotic, right? It's so American flag. Everyone's wearing yeah, the USA gear. You looked great, I, I, from I, what I, I understand. I, I looked great. Um, <laughs> Kyle, I would say the biggest difference is, look, when, when you're on social media or you watch it on TV and they show the one, you know, the clip of the, the Euros on the first tee kind of chanting and singing and stuff, that's like one of the only times you'll even see 
the, the European fans on property. Besides that, you're walking around and sure, maybe in spots you might see a, a couple people that are Europeans rooting for them, but it is such a home crowd. That was the biggest difference. Like it is everyone is on the same team. Even when you go to like Michigan Stadium and, and watch a game, you know, you'll still see opposing fans. Or when you go to Ford Field and watch a Lions game, you'll still see a, a good number of opposing fans. At Whistling Straits, it was so pro-America and so everyone's on the same team. Um, the, the the cheering, the the heckling of the of the Europeans, the booing. The, the, the biggest difference where you can't compare it to a PGA event is the cheering when guys miss putts and stuff like that. It was great. I mean, you'd have you'd have Sergio or, or John Rahm or someone miss a putt and everyone in the crowd would go crazy. You know, that, that I'm not really going to lie. Watching on TV, it I, I literally felt like I was on my own golf trip because like when you're on a golf trip and maybe you're betting or you're just trying to beat your buddy or whatever it might be. And say they they snap hook one or they overdraw a ball, maybe a little bit too much left. You're literally sitting in your cart quietly, going, "Get in the woods, get in the woods, yeah. get out, get over, right. get over there." Right. And literally the entire crowd is just dying, hoping yeah. for the ball to go over that cliff at Whistling Straits. It was unbelievable. Well, and I had a couple. Uh, what was really cool is that we were able to truly experience, I think, the entire Ryder Cup experience. What I mean by that is. We walked the course a ton, uh, which is not a, it is not a, a friendly course for a spectator to walk. It is not at all. Um, it's a tough walk, but, uh, you know, we, we, I think we walked just under 10 miles on Saturday. Um, so we walked the course. We also, you know, and thankfully had hospitality both days as well. Um, we were able to enjoy, you know, an open bar and open food and all that. Um, of course you did. And, and then we also on Sunday experienced the first tee. And, and we're there for the first, you know, the singles matches where the first groups teeing off, uh, right when Rory McIlroy and Xander Shoffley teed off, we were in the stands and people just going crazy. It was so cool to experience walking the course, experience the hospitality and also experience the, uh, the first tee, which first tee of the Ryder Cup is just something special. It really is. Well, I know somebody's super excited about the U S winning the Ryder Cup. That's our friend David Hall and our, our entire Friends and family over at Hall Financial, uh, D Hall, I know, was glued to the TV all weekend long, excited that the U.S. finally stepped up and actually got a Ryder Cup victory. By the way, uh, if you do want to support Hall Financial in return, make sure you go to hallmdg.com. Okay, look, rates are still at an all-time low. Make sure you at least look into whether or not a refinance, you know, purchasing a new home, whatever it might be is a good option for you. Hall Financial will spend five minutes with you. Just simply go to hallmdg.com. Um, one thing that stood out to me was the youth that the U.S. had at the Ryder. I mean, I think there were, what, eight? Was there eight rookies, if I'm not mistaken? Eight rookies. The only veterans were Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Jordan Spieth and uh, Justin Thomas. Bryce and DeChambeau, right? Yeah. JT's played in it, right? Or J. Justin Thomas. Yeah, I believe he's played in it as well. But eight rookies, and I believe they accounted for 15 points for the United States. I mean, you want to talk about an influx of young talent, a potential changing of the game here? Because you look over at the Euro side, and you see guys who have been playing in the Ryder Cup forever. But, like, Ian Poulter is not a great PGA Tour player anymore. Tommy Fleetwood has had his moments as still a good player, but, like, not a guy that you would necessarily be scared of. Lee Westwood had a great season. 
a lot older though. Like he's basically at the end of the rope as far as this event goes. Not to mention Sergio Garcia, who had a great Ryder Cup. Don't get me wrong. Him and John Rahm played really well. But Sergio Garcia isn't one of the top PGA Tour players anymore. And so McElroy played awful. He did. He did. And he, he felt bad about that, obviously, afterward. But it really does feel like there's a bit of a shift going on between the U.S. Was, and the Europeans. I mean, you look at the youth, yeah, with with Cantley, with Shoffley, with, with uh, Scotty Scheffler. Um, it was really cool to see. And, and those guys are... Yeah, just fantastic players. The other thing that stands out, too, when you're watching these guys is I've never seen the gallery inside the rope as big as it was. The wives and girlfriends are following the, the groups. The the media is directly behind the groups. The captains are walking with the groups. You, you're, you're, walking, you're watching the media walk by, and then it's, oh, there's Freddie Couples. There's Phil Mickelson, right? There's Zach Johnson. There's Jim Furyk. Um, it was... It was so interesting because even when you're there, the course was so crowded with people. I mean, you have to get a spot if you're if you're just a spectator walking around to even be able to see. I mean, we were standing on uh, uh, 15 on Saturday, and we were standing on 15, and, and literally until someone with the radio told us what was going on, we were standing at the 15th green. It was taking forever for uh, who was playing together. It would have been... Um, Brooks and Berger and whoever else. It was was taking, it the ruling? Yeah. With it was, Sergio? It was yeah, taking yeah. forever because Kepko was, and that turns out Kepko was was yelling at the rules official about, about breaking his wrist or whatever. So we're sitting there not even knowing what's going on because we can't see down the fairway. Meanwhile, it's this seemingly 20-minute ruling that, that Kepko was trying to get, and then they finally come out and play. But um, it was, it, the, the crowds were just so massive. And, and again, it, it really just is cool to see all those guys so up close and again sure at, at the rocket we, we see that but not to this level and, and just the way that that ball pops when they hit it and just the the, the how the, the, the shot shaping they can do my buddy Justin and I we were right behind the tee box at number 11 on on, uh, on Saturday and later in the day afternoon session and we're kind of talking to, to each other hey what would you how would you play this hole you know where would you try to cut it or you go to go up this bunk or whatever there was this bunker on, on 11 that was so, that was not even, it was so far down there. We didn't even think it was, it was in play. Didn't even think, it didn't even consider it. wasn't even in play. So we're, the first group gets up there, Tony Finau, perfect fade, pounds it down there, turns to his caddy and he goes, oh, it's in that bunker, isn't it? We're like, I didn't even know, didn't even think that was in play down there. I mean, these guys just pound the ball. Um, and, it, and it really is just uh it's just a, a such a unique experience to be able to see the team element of it, to be able to see um, how these guys interact, how serious they take it. Um, and again, just the star power each and every hole um, that, that, that exists. I think that it, it was not only just, just fascinating to watch, but, uh, you know, just special. And, and even when you look at, you know, the, the Europeans have played well, when you do have John Rahm and Sergio Garcia and, uh, I mean, there were, there was just so many great players there that, that it's it's a unique atmosphere you'll never get. The merchandise tent was five football fields, sixty thousand square feet. Um, when I use the word unforgettable, it's just it, it's something I, I truly will never forget. Well, and at that point, if you're at the Ryder Cup, just because it's a bucket list thing and it's something you're going to remember your entire life, you walk into the merchandise tent, you pull out your credit card, and you go take all my money. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I got to believe you had to have loaded up. But you mentioned a few different things, and this was one of the you know things that I wanted to pay attention to going into Sunday. 
you knew there was going to be a sacrificial lamb trying to take out John Rahm. John Rahm was the guy that, you know, you, you wanted to try and get... But you didn't want to send Dustin Johnson against him. You didn't want to send Justin Thomas. You, you wanted to make sure that if you won that point, it was going to be, uh, oh, great, we'll take that. Absolutely. So they put Scotty Scheffler out there against John Rahm. And Scotty Scheffler goes out there and handles business. It's like three up after eight holes or something. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible. And it's funny, it like, afterward in the press conference, and we're going to get to, my, I think, my favorite parts of that press conference, but... Afterward, you had Dustin Johnson, you had Bryson DeChambeau literally pointing out going, look, when we saw that Scotty was up on John Rahm on the scoreboard, that was huge for us because we knew, you know, all right, he's out there battling the number one player in the world. We better go out there and handle our business just like Scotty is. I thought that was really you know, cool. Shuffler's a great player. Yeah. He really is. But, yeah, I mean, you didn't expect him to be to be up like that. He, uh, yeah, I mean that that was surprising, but he that kid can play. He really can. He's had a, a good couple of years. I'm excited to watch him, you know, moving forward. So I mentioned the press conference, um, and I swear to God, I know you you caught it. You were already back by the time the press conference was happening, which is amazing. But um, yeah. I've watched that press conference. I think you know three times over again because Dustin Johnson uh, and the boys were. We're having a good time celebrating on uh, on 18 green and doing the the ceremony and getting the trophy and all that. They had champagne flying, Mick Ultras, you know, you name it, and they had it out there. And a guy who normally doesn't show a whole lot of emotion, isn't really open with the media, doesn't say too much. Dustin Johnson was clearly uh, a little lubed up and uh, and having a great time, and you could tell. The guys on the team were—they made sure he had a microphone in his hand, and they yeah. want—they wanted more questions for DJ, please. I thought he was absolutely hilarious, and deservedly so. Five and zero at the Ryder Cup, leading the U.S. First player, first U.S. player since like the '70s to be five and zero in the Ryder Cup. I mean, yeah. he was awesome. He really is. I mean, it was cool even seeing Paulina, you know, walking with him and stuff. That was that was cool too. Um, but no, it was good to see DJ get after it a little bit. I mean, he uh, he usually is doesn't show much personality, as you said. So um, I think Dustin Johnson is is just one of the best golfers ever. I really do, and I think that there's not a better player in the world. When Dustin Johnson is on, there's not a single better player in the world who can who can compete with him. Um, he's that good. So, and I had a chance to, to watch him and follow him around a little bit too. Um, really, just, uh, just, just great. You know, like you said, five and zero took care of his business. The, the elder statesman of the team. Yeah. So, and I'm sure he'll be on the next one as well. And it, it's, you know, it, it's kind of like this rotation with the captains as well. Is it going to be Zach Johnson next? Probably. Phil Mickelson's turn's coming up. Tiger Woods's turn is going to be coming up to be captain. So and Tiger will probably pick himself to play in it, just like he did for the President's Cup. But, um, no, it was, I, I mean, Kyle, it was it was awesome, and, and I'm to the point, I, I want to go every time it's in, it's in the United States. It was that fun. It was that fun um, of an experience. And, and I want to also thank, you know, you guys heard him on the podcast, I think, two weeks ago, Jim Richardson, who's the, the head of the PGA of America, the president of the PGA of America had a chance to run into him and, and he got us into some hospitality. It was, it was just very appreciated. But um, Jim Richardson was literally the guy who handed the trophy t- to Team USA. Um, what a nice guy, you know, wearing his all-access inside the ropes, basically don't touch me type lanyard. Uh, and, and just one of the nicest guys you'll meet. His term's coming up, uh, coming to an end as the president of the PGA. He's going to be going actually to, to Riviera in California to be the general manager of that course, who's hosting the Olympics in 2028. Um, 
which would just be incredible. And they also host the Genesis every year, Tiger Woods tournament. So uh, thank you to Jim Richardson. That was just absolutely fantastic. But um, yeah, I, I look back so fondly on that weekend. I miss it already. It was such a quick but fun trip. It really was. And it was in the, the thing is, it was in the middle of nowhere, too. It's such a small city you go to. There was, you could barely get an Uber, couldn't get a lift. I mean, it was it was not like you're going to a major city and have all these things that are accessible. It was such a small city that you're going into and, like, county roads, in and out, traffic jam. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. It really was. One of those where it's, it's hard to find a spot to actually go out at, so you end up just kind of, you know, drinking in the hotel room. Maybe, maybe put some ice in the sink and load some beers in there and just hang out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of hanging out, I know everyone is for football and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL, has a week five offer every football fan should jump on. New customers, bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a single point. And the last 0-0 tie in the NFL was 1943, so I'd say that this is a no-brainer for you. Uh, make sure you use code MDG, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code MDG, Bet $1, get $100 in free free bets if either team scores a point, which we know will happen. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline 800-270-7117, 21-plus, Michigan only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. And a big thank you to DraftKings uh, for, for being a partner of this podcast. And, and I know they're very big into Detroit sports betters, which I encourage everyone to check out as well. Detroit sports betters has been growing like wildfire with what Matt Qualls has been able to do uh, with that platform and, and especially during NFL games. So a big thank you to DraftKings. Um, you know, DraftKings has been such a great partner with everything. And, and again, just look forward to, to continuing that partnership with DraftKings and also just when I'm when I'm at home on Sunday, pulling up that DraftKings Sportsbook app and, and, and placing some bets. So, uh, again, just a quick thank you to DraftKings. A couple of quick things just to uh, at least mention here. Um, a shout-out to Steve Stricker, who I thought did a great job of, you know, after all the criticism and, you know, people second-guessing some of the picks, I thought he did a great job of just getting the guys out there don't and, and letting them play. I, I don't. No, my, uh, my, my dad actually um, – Worked with a guy who is friends with Steve Stricker, um, so got to try and get him on the podcast. But yeah, I really do think he did a great job. I thought it was really cool. The players, you know, Steve Stricker's not this massive, you know, name. He he hasn't won a major. He said after, afterward, you know, this is literally his major, winning the Ryder Cup with this group. Yeah, um, cool. But very cool moment. I thought the respect that the players showed him um, just kind of. I think there's an appreciation for a guy who's been on the tour for so long. And just been a consummate professional. Uh, the respect that they showed him was very, very cool. I would also say too, Bryson DeChambeau, what a show he put on all week. I was, on the, first, I, I was on the first tee, and, and obviously we've had a chance to get to know Bryson briefly. But I was good on, guy, good I guy. I was on the first tee when he drove the green. If you remember, I don't know if you're mm-hmm. watching it. Oh, I was. But it was. Did you see me on TV? I didn't. I didn't. No, I was looking for it. It was hard. I mean, everyone was wearing basically the same thing, yeah. so you couldn't really differentiate. Yeah. Oh, everyone looked the same. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 Uh, Everyone just draped in an American flag, which is awesome. Are you you saying that all Americans look the same? (laughs) Jeez. Uh, But it was uh, was just awesome. And yeah, Bryson just, and Bryson was actually in Detroit the next day. Yep. Uh, You know, got up early, went to Detroit. 
Um, so I, I think Bryson was just absolutely fantastic. But again, can't wait for the Ryder Cup again. And, and Kyle, we got to get you to the Ryder Cup next time. You, uh, I think, would really enjoy it. Yep, my uh, my dad already said he wants to go to one, so we're going to try and make that happen uh, here uh, the next time that it's actually in the United States. But that'll do it for another edition of the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast presented by our friends over at Hall Financial. Again, if you want to be up to date on everything, make sure you text MDG to 545454 and you'll be first to know. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility.